Hey everybody, Josh Sirson, World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, and there has been a lot of news coming out of the stock market uh, recently. Well, I mean, this year has been a cluster, you know what, with the stock market when we have highs, lows, highs again, we're probably heading for lows pretty soon again. And I mean, this is really indicative of how absurdly manipulated the stock market is to begin with. And on top of that, with the elections in 2020, we have a lot to look for in the stock market. Obviously, again, the stock market being hugely indicative leading up to the election of who's going to win the election. Anyway, I want to go into this article out of Market Watch that says the only path to a sharply higher stock market is a bubble like the late 1920s and 1990s, says analyst who called rally off March lows. And as this article goes into, a greater fool stock market might be at hand if a popular valuation measure continues to press higher, potentially kicking off another bubble to rival the late 1920s and 1990s, warned a Wall Street veteran who called the market uh, market's rally off the March lows, Barry Bannister, head of institutional equity strategy uh, at Stifle. So we're going to get into this and more because we are facing a really, really crazy time. Well, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, obviously this whole year has been in Insane, but it's about to get crazier if this goes in the way that I think a lot of you are assuming that it's probably going to. Um, but before we get into that, make sure to hit the like button, share on social media to get around the shadow banning, and join us at www.imband.com. Join our newsletter there. It takes two seconds to put your email in. Also, find us on Library Float and BitChute, linked below as we won't be on YouTube much longer. And I think it's really important to show you guys this. This is a PFT privacy protector. It's a Faraday cage for for your phone that keeps you safe, your health safe, and your privacy safe. So make sure to find the link below, click on that link, go over and purchase one of these PFT privacy protectors. Dan Dix at Press for Truth put a lot of effort into finding the right materials and um, getting this going. Um, so make sure to check that out at the link below. Anyway, let's get into this news. As I mentioned uh, previously, there are a lot of experts talking about a massive bubble. Obviously, if you've been paying attention, we've already been in a bubble for quite some time and it's just been overly manipulated. It starts to crash and then the Fed comes in and throws a bunch of money at bonds and we see this carry over to the stock market and we just see just an absolutely manipulated market. We have this article, which is originally out of Business Insider, but they put an ad wall. So anyway, as it says, stock market crash. Expert says market hypervalued is about to dive. And this is a sentiment of a lot of institutional investors lately. It says after two days of violent sales, it is undeniable that the nervousness in the market is palpable. After months of relatively free gains on Thursday, the NASDAQ Composite fell 5%, the S&P 500 fell 3.5%, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost more than 800 points, plunging 2.8%. Friday, more pain ensued. Uh, John Hussman, the outspoken investor and former professor who predicted a stock market crash, thinks a math is long overdue. Overall, and I quote, overall, we have a hypervalued market which we associate with the worst potential market returns over 10 to 12 years in the history of the U.S. financial markets. With extreme bullish sentiment, lukewarm participation, magnitude, and leadership, as well as diverging implied volatility, he wrote in a recent customer note. Husband provided his estimate, uh, estimated 12-year annual total return for a conventional portfolio, 60% stocks, 30% bonds, 10% cash, blue line, against actual 12-year returns for this wallet, red line. 
line to help demonstrate thinking. On August 28th, his projections implied a return of 0.95% over the next 10 to 12 years. This is the lowest ever. You know it's a bubble when you need to change the y-axis and on all of your charts because valuations have passed every all-time high and estimated future market returns have fallen past the highest points down in history, including 1929. He said Husband provided additional historical context to support the thesis, and we're not going to go into all of that, but this is a very similar sentiment to a lot of uh, major investors out there. The S&P 500's valuation, as a Zero Hedge article says, just surpassed the dot-com bubble. So we, we're hearing this word bubble a lot, and we have articles like this out of, um, out of Zero Hedge that say Bank of America sees S&P 500 closing the year anywhere between 2,200 to 4,000. And as we record this video, this is where the S&P 500 index is looking 3,426. Anyway, Tim, obviously, well, now you're a certified financial planner. So again, if you want to check the links below for www.thelibertyadvisor.com, you can become a client of Tim Pachotes. Tim, what do you think of all this insanity? We're getting sideswiped by more crazy market volatility and um, stuff that we predicted for a long time. What do you think? Yeah, we're seeing a lot of things that should not be going on in parallel. So right now, I mean, obviously, you know, notwithstanding the past two days when the market was down, uh, you know, pretty big, relatively speaking, uh, we're seeing a lot of the indexes near at the all time highs, you know, minus the past two days. But you're also seeing the volatility uh, rising up as well. So a lot of times when you're hitting all-time highs, it's because you're expecting things to, you know, there's a relative calm going on. Everyone is optimistic. But then why do you have the, like the VIX index, you know, surge, that's a volatility index, uh, you know, surged a lot last week. You're, in order to uh, hedge your positions, uh, so to speak, to kind of protect your portfolio, it's one of the most expensive ever right now to do so. So, you know, riddle me this, you know, why are, you know, we at these all-time highs? Well, I mean, we know why, central bank and money print. Uh, so I guess it's answered the riddle, but you know, why are we at these all time highs? But why, but then we also have the volatility that is just, you know, off the charts or getting off the charts. Now the CAPE ratio, we didn't even, uh, you know, kind of compare notes and what we we're going to talk about. And the very first thing I wrote down in my notes was CAPE ratio. And what that is, is it's, you take the, the PE ratio, you know, without boring everybody, basically the higher it is, the more overvalued the market is. And the, what really is important is when you're in that top quintile of being the most expensive, the forward return, the 10 year forward returns are, are a abysmal historically. And we've been, you know, camped out in that space for, for quite a bit, but it's really a double whammy here where not only, uh, you know, you're, you're getting the companies are, you know, not even like a lot of them aren't even earning nearly as much money. Uh, you're, and, and you're also seeing companies where these indexes are being dominated by companies like Apple. Uh, I guess Tesla isn't in, you know, didn't make the S&P 500, but you know, all these big, what like the MAGA companies, so Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon, uh, Facebook, you know, those companies are basically driving everything while the the breadth and depth of the entire market, a lot of the companies are, uh, you know, hitting actually 52 week lows, or they're, you know, not advancing, but yet the index is going higher because it's led by companies like Apple, you know, again, notwithstanding this past week, certainly for for Apple and Tesla. But yeah, it's just things that you don't really normally see. Uh, I know in 1929, I believe I'm not looking at the at the market right now, but I believe it you know, you had a, uh, you know, big downturn like we saw in March, and then you saw the market kind of get right back up to where it was before. And then I don't know what it was like 13 more years of basically malaise of the government trying to quote unquote help. Uh, you know, and that's when you know, it took like World War Two. And, and again, World War Two did not get us out of it. But yeah, we had to go through a lot of a lot of crap. And people want to say FDR got us out of it. But yeah. well, and if you want to actually uh, look at the um, past um, performance of the stock market leading up to the 1929 crash, it's actually interesting if you guys know your history that um, there was a major dip earlier on in 
of the Year in 1929, which was then um, greeted with more speculation, more money th being thrown at it. We actually saw a uh, rise in the stock market, and then suddenly we had that, what some might call an October surprise, and everything uh, collapsed on everyone's heads. And then JP Morgan came up and started buying up um, a bunch of uh, stocks, and everyone thought everything was about to improve. Don't worry, to the, the sky's the limit. You know, the shoeshine boy kind of uh, situation was happening. And then, as we know, it collapsed even further down and everyone lost their lost their heads basically I mean everyone basically lost everything they had and uh, unfortunately speculation and greed is a big player in the market but uh, unfortunately on top of that is something even worse than that which obviously speculation and greed can lead to a lot of people losing a lot just based on well it has to go out it has to keep going up for no fundamental reason but on top of that what you have is right now the Fed just throwing in printing insane amounts of money I mean banks are printing a bunch of money they're buying up bonds and in some cases they're buying up foreign bonds and it just doesn't make any sense at this point obviously none of this is rational and obviously when nothing is rational and you have a major bubble and it obviously is a bubble in my opinion um you will end up seeing widespread destruction leading out of that at some point in time when i don't know but it has to happen uh, one of the biggest indications if someone's going to be president or not is the stock market performance from two months out from the election. And, you know, isn't it funny that basically right on cue, two months out from the election is right when the market starts going down. It was actually the premise of the very first podcast I ever made the week of the election uh, in 2016. Uh, and this was this is after the after Trump was uh, was elected. I then put that uh, basically I put that out there that what was, was probably going to happen is they're going to pull the they're going to first kind of like let him kind of run with it, get it, you know, get way too cocky because as you know, Donald Trump is, you know, famously, you know, very cocky and full of himself. And then, uh, you know, that'd be too easy to not, you know, take credit for all that. And then now, obviously, he's going to get the blame. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. It's just I was predicting that something like this would happen because it is there's an 86 percent correlation between the incumbent party winning and the and if the market is higher in those two months uh that are proceeding and so you know they're they're pulling the rug out from him All, i mean now you're seeing even reports of and this goes back to you know advertising for your uh for the press for truth uh what do you call it the emp pocket well, it's it's a uh, it's a privacy protector the pft privacy protector which you can see on the screen here but you're you're even seeing now the department of homeland security is preparing for emp attacks right before the election try to mess with the election this is coming straight from you know, not that I really trust the Department of Homeland Security, but, you know, it could be one way to not only, uh, you know, shield yourself from all the harmful radiation, but also in spying, but also, you know, have your device actually work in if case there is. And we, we didn't, you know, pre-plan this plug, obviously, or else I messed that one up. But yeah, we've got the election, you know, heading into the election. There's going to be a lot of uncertainty. And no matter who wins, guess what? I don't think we're, I think it's pretty much out there right now in the ethos that no one's going to know who wins the night of the election, or then it's probably going to be challenged. And that uncertainty is then going to create more, uh, I mean, what the market really hates more than anything. They'd rather have bad news than not know what the news is going to be. And so, you know, I guess a prognostication, and obviously, you know, I don't have a crystal ball over here. Uh, we did just come from Sedona where there are a lot of crystal balls. But anyways, uh, I really think that, uh, you know, you're, you're going to see the market just absolutely uh, get walloped in the aftermath of the election and in the run-up to the election as well because we're not going to know who won and the market is going to you know force a hey look we need to have Trump step down and, and concede the election because it's going to be he needs to be good for America I mean you already can see all the predictive programming that's going on uh, you know whether you know on both sides of, of this but yeah from a market valuation standpoint it's just crazy I mean imagine telling somebody in January oh yeah this is how the year is going to play out but not telling them what how the stock market would play out well, well Tim, Tim I want to I want to hear your 
you're strategizing with this with, with your clients what you can say obviously um regarding um what you're going because obviously there's so much uncertainty and the market could just get the fed could just like throw a bunch of money at bonds maybe we will see the market continue on up way higher than we're at right now but obviously it's been a bubble in my opinion since below twenty thousand at on the dow i mean i i just don't understand it doesn't make any sense for it to be at this point anymore but obviously there's a lot of manipulation how do you strategize and how do you invest when you're dealing with such an irrational market that's obviously so manipulated like how do you how do you do that for your clients and actually get out safe well you know it is hard to give an answer just because of how you know regulated the industry is and things right. that i can and, and can't say and it's going to be different obviously for you know if you're 65 years old and ha or sitting on you know millions of dollars versus if you're just trying to you know get by and and you barely have enough or, or you're not going to have enough and you're, and you're maybe never going to retire so everyone's going to have something a little bit different but we're definitely a lot more cautious right now uh we have a lot more uh in i guess you know basically short-term instruments that basically kind of hoping that not I'd say hoping that there's going to be a crash, but you know, anticipating that there's going to be a crash. And for our, some of the older people that are out there, I've been very negative on bonds for basically since I've been in the industry, uh, for no other reason than the fact that with bonds, people get them for safety and they get them for income, except right now they're not very safe at all. Because if you have interest rates going up it, with the Fed losing control eventually, then those bonds are going to get absolutely decimated. So if you have a million dollars, 10 year bond rates go 1%, your million dollars is now about, uh, let's see here. So I'm trying to do the math. After. So as you get 10 year bond, it's yeah, I mean, it's going to be, uh, you lose about 10% on there. So your million bucks is now about nine, um, $900,000, rates go up 2%, uh, you know, probably about $780,000. These are not crazy, crazy to think that, you know, the rates going up 2% in a, uh, an environment where the, where even mainstream analysts are saying that the debt can never be repaid, which I don't know, it took them this long to figure that out. Well, it took us not that long to figure it out because many of us have been talking about this for many, many years, and I'm not an expert on the stock market. Tim is, I'm not an expert on the stock market, and I could see this years and years and years ago coming at us and you know it's it's just crazy because suddenly all these institutional investors and these keynesians and all these people that have suddenly come out of the woodwork saying what we've been saying for years now everyone's supposed to try it's just it's so crazy it's taken them this long and i think in a lot of cases they knew this was going to happen but they were cover they're covering their butts now they wanted to send people it's like larry fink tells everyone to buy and then one week later tells everyone to sell and it says that he's been telling everyone to sell the whole time even though he was telling everyone to buy i mean just like these people are pieces of work. I mean, you have Paul Krugman, for example, coming out of the woodwork, and even he has been made a few, um, you know, claims lately. Like, oh, it looks like we might be heading into a recession. Like, really, Paul Krugman? It looks like we're he possibly heading into a recession. You mean it's not rational for the markets to be um, going way, way, way up while everyone's out of work and everyone's losing their jobs and everyone is pu being pushed on the street? You mean it doesn't make sense for that to happen? Wow! Thanks for thanks for the info. Thanks for your genius, Paul Krugman. I really appreciate. Appreciated. Um, meanwhile, many of us have been talking about the obvious fundamentals and the lack thereof in many cases for many, many years in the stock market. And we were called crazy conspiracy theorists. And now literally the top experts in the field that everyone on television loves so much are saying the same things we've been maybe. saying for years. Well, maybe Paul Krugman thinks since it is 2020, maybe there's going to be an alien.
alien attack or something, and then he thinks that will get us out of the recession. As long as that alien attack breaks some windows and stimulates the economy. Yeah, for those who don't know, I mean, back, I think it was like 2009 or 10, Paul Krugman said we need to pretend that there's an alien attack, so then that way, if, if there was, then we would spend money like no tomorrow, and we wouldn't think about debts and deficits, and that's where that comes from. Uh, and it is 2020, so who the heck knows what's going on now? And we find out all this information via the fax machine. Anyway, uh, I, I, <laughs> I appreciate you going into this. There's a lot more to talk about, but obviously we have to cut it short as as per usual because almost there's too much. too much yeah almost too much to talk about otherwise it'd be, we'd just be like five hour video but no one wants that so yeah, no one wants that people get com complained when it's like 15 minutes long so we, we, yeah anyway uh, i appreciate everyone watching and we'll go continue to go into this obviously we're entering into a very shady territory and no one quite knows exactly what's going to happen next but fundamentals tell us that this is not going to end well in the in the short term um i would say that there's a good chance that we're going to see a complete sell-off in the next possibly around election day and this is just my opinion and uh, if it doesn't happen and we see it go the opposite direction we see fed printing a bunch of money and all that and say it goes the exact opposite of what i think it might have what i think might happen one way or another when people it comes to fruition that everyone has uh lost their business all these small businesses have gone under once they run out of cash around the end of the year early in 2021 and if they do another shutdown and all this kind of stuff it's not going to end well but as per all as per usual and we didn't even we're not we're just going to tease me for another future video but we didn't even get into how the cdc is now america's new landlord and no one can be evicted per the cdc yeah. which isn't even a government uh, entity it's a yeah. charity yeah we have a combination of fascism and communism it's the perfect move into chinese uh fascist communism or technocracy you really will never be a socialist country we'll go straight to fascist communism first you know yeah, it's like oh, great thanks well and the empire is falling my friends but uh as per usual it always comes down to you what are you doing as an individual it's not about what the government's doing because the government is going to try and find new ways to control you and screw you over one way or another. It's about what you as indivi individuals are doing. Are you, uh, individ are you individualistic in your mindset? Are you uh, independent? Independence is a basis of freedom and re responsibility at the end of the day. And it comes down to you to ensure your own freedom and of course you can um, go to the links below and um, become a client of Tim Pachotes at thelibertyadvisor.com that's all linked below and as I said for the sake of your privacy you can get the PFT privacy protector um, again all linked below and of course we are completely viewer funded um, because we are demonetized for daring to talk about the truth so go find me Patreon subscribe star um, all those very much help and hitting that like button helps as well and but more importantly yeah just find us on the other platforms like float.app, F-L-O-T-E.app, where I'm coming up on, I think, 41, 4,200 followers on there. People are really moving over there, and it's really great to see. And we have people like James Corbett and Dell Bigtree, and we have people like, um, you know, uh, even InfoWars is, is streaming on there and all that. Kind of, so go to float.app and also find me on Library. Um, mo the movement towards Library is growing really fast, as well as BitChute. Find those links below. I really appreciate everyone joining us today. And, of course, join our newsletter at www.iamband.com. It takes two seconds to put your email in there. We we won't spam you and it helps keep us alive. So I really appreciate that. There's so many things to talk happy about, Labor my friends. Uh, yeah, happy Labor Day, guys. Um, it, it's just gotten to the point of no return and we have to be focused on what are we doing. It's almost, it's really, it's past the point of educating. We hope to educate as many people as we can at the same time. But seriously, at this point, if you're not doing anything to help yourself, it's really hard to give you any kind of advice or opinions or whatever, because at this point, we're running off the edge of a cliff uh, along with the rest of the cattle. And um, it's about time that you pin yourself to the cliff and, and you know, yeah, use yeah, a bungee. And the elections, <laughs> and the election is basically like you want to run off the cliff at 90 miles an hour 
hour or 150 miles an hour. It's yeah. pretty much, you know, what the election comes down to. So you got to take care of it yourself. No one's going to go, uh, you know, give you the power that you need to empower yourself. You've got to do that yourself. And yeah. nobody's going to help you. Rich Paul will help you. Uh, so if somebody, somebody out there understands what I just said there. Anyway, I really appreciate everyone joining us. And until next time, this is Josh Searson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.